CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents...
And to prove it, here's the Thrifty Mart 24-hour special, especially for you Mystery Theater listeners. Chocolate chips, 59 cents. That's right, Baker's 12-ounce chocolate chips on sale for 59 cents at Thrifty Mart for the next 24 hours. Get this dramatic bargain anytime tonight or get it tomorrow. It's on sale right now and until tomorrow night at 10.30 at Thrifty Mart. There are 44 Thrifty Mart supermarkets in Illinois and Indiana. Most stores open 24 hours, offering the finest in meats, groceries, and produce. Remember, Baker's 12-ounce package of chocolate chips, just 59 cents. Especially for you Mystery Theater listeners at Thrifty Mart. Limit one package per customer, please. adventure that befell the Stevens family would never have happened if Ellen had had her way. But Ellen was a realist, her husband Richard a romantic. And when did realism ever hold the line against the subtle persuasions of romance? It all began during a visit to one of those cruise-ridden, sun-drenched islands in the Caribbean. A friendly family disagreement was in progress, an old story. It's been going on now for six years. It's the one at the end of the dock, Ellen. There. Isn't she beautiful? Mm-hmm. Very nice. But you promised her you would no more boats. Well, not until Susie's at least 16 years old. We'll never see a buy like this again. They're practically giving it away. Well, then there's something wrong with it. It's got dry rock. Not this ship. Come on, step aboard, Ellen. Richard, why do you start these things? You know we're not in the market for a boat. Oh, but this is such a jewel. Oh. Wait till you see the cabin. Plenty of headroom. A beautiful galley. Can I go, boy? Can I? I want to see. Oh, all right. But just one quick look. And be careful of your dress. <laughs> Here, let me help you, Susie. There you are. Now, just look at this after deck. She's all white oak and cedar. And she's a motor sailor. You know, a lot better than an auxiliary engine. You can run just as well under power as under sail. There are two 50-gallon fuel tanks below deck. Mama, look at that kitchen down here. There's even an oven. Really? Is there an oven? <laughs> of course. The ship is a real home. Ellen, what do you say if we take a short run? I have the ignition key. The guy in the boatyard office said I could take her out. No, Richard, I've had it with boats. And anyway, the question's academic. Even if we bought it, we couldn't get it back to the state. We could sail it. Are you out of your mind? It's hundreds of miles. She has an enormous cruising oh. range. What, with the engine and sail? We just watch the weather predictions very carefully. Well, come on, Susie. We're going to get off now. Richard, you take the keys back to the boatyard man. And I'll get the car and bring it down as far as I can. I'll pick you up at the gate. Daddy? Yeah? I want to take a ride in it. Can I tomorrow, Daddy? Can I? Can I? Huh? What, dear? Can we go for a boat ride tomorrow? I don't know. Depends on your mother. Oh, I wish we could buy the boat. Don't you? Daddy? Don't you? Don't I watch? Wish we could buy the boat. Yeah, well, that part's all taken care of. I already bought it. The only problem now is how to break the news to your mother. Yeah. 
have to admit, this is the life. Look at that sea. It's like glass. It's too calm. I don't like the gray mistiness that's settling over everything. I won't feel good until we sight land again. I won't be long now. We were clipping right along when we had the sails up. See, that's the advantage of a motor sailor. When the wind died, we could switch right over to power and still maintain our speed. Except for that panicky half hour when you couldn't get the engine started. Ah, just a little corrosion around the points. A bit of sandpaper fixed that. Here, Ellen, why don't you take over the wheel, huh? I want to go and look at the chart. Now, the first buoy we pick up is number 12. From there, we'll see a light. If we make it before nightfall, you can take over for a few minutes. Okay, Susie? And light is missed. You know where we are right now? We are sailing on the Spanish main. The Spanish main? That's right. These waters were infested with pirates in the old days. Blackbeard and Calico Jack. Richard, I think there's a fog closing in. Look ahead. Yeah. Well, just hold a steady course. We'll be sighting that buoy any minute now. Uh, Susie, go below and bring up my binoculars as a good girl. The visibility's not any too good. Uh, we can't be far from port. Oh, Richard, I hope we're not running into one of those awful pieces. Now, don't panic. Don't get Susie frightened. Here's Thanks. Can you make out anything? Well, I don't see it yet. But we will. Tell me more about the pirate. <laughs> okay. Well, Calico Jack Rackham, they called him that because of the fancy clothes he wore, he sailed with Anne Bonnie. They were girl pirates, too, you know. Girl pirates? Sure. Anne Bonnie and Harry Reed. And from all accounts, they were better at it than the men. The fog's getting awfully thick, Richard. I've never seen one roll in so fast and the sun's gone. Uh, I'll take over. No, I can hold her on course. You keep looking for that buoy. Been in port long ago. Well, we lost a little time trying to start the engine. Are we lost? Of course not. I think we ought to start sounding our foghorn. Not yet. Don't you want to hear what happened to Anne Bonnie? What happened to her? The pirates all went to jail. They hanged poor old Calico Jack. Mary Reed was dying of a fever, and Anne Bonnie nursed her. And then, well, nobody knows just what did happen. In the morning, when the jailkeeper opened their cell, he found the body of Mary Reed, but Anne Bonnie was gone. She disappeared and was never heard of. Richard! What? Look! Look what you've done, oh, Richard, how could you? Well, what? Well, what is it? This monkey wrench is right behind the compass, Richard. <laughs> Who put that there? Who? Who was working on the engine? That wrench will have pulled that compass so far out of line. Heaven knows where we are now. Sorry. I was so glad to get that motor started. I'm sorry. Oh, if I ever get my feet on dry land again. Now, let's keep calm. We are not lost. Oh, no. We're still right here in the Atlantic Ocean. I'm sorry, Ellen. How I ever let you talk me into this expedition? Well, just, just try to keep cool. Daddy. Oh, my fault. We're probably fifty miles off course. Daddy, there's a big can floating over there. What? Uh, where? There. The boy. It is. Oh, thank heaven! I'll take the wheel. 
I want to go right up to it. We got to be sure of that number. It should be be twelve, right? I see it. I see the number. What is it? Three. Three? No, it can't be. A three and an eight. Oh no. That's what it is. Helen. Susie's right. Thirty-eight. That's impossible. Take the wheel again, Al. Just idle here by the buoy. There's no 38 on this chart. We're way off course. I have to go below and get the other charts. Can you still see the buoy, Susie? Sure. It's right here. Well, keep your eye on it. Don't let me drift too far away. Smoking down there, are you? Good Lord, no. You know I haven't smoked in ten years. I smell tobacco. So do I. What? Oh, well, let me get at the engine. Maybe there's a short in the wire. No, no, it's not like that. It's it's tobacco. <laughs> Did you hear that? What? It, it, it sounded like somebody laughed. Oh,
truth is, the only thing salt can do for Budweiser is make it salty. An unwise thing to do to the only beer in America that's beechwood aged. Unsalted Budweiser has become the most popular beer in the world. That's because in brewing Bud, the Budweiser brewmaster goes all the way for a taste, a smoothness, a drinkability you'll find in no other beer at any price. And something else you can take without a grain of salt. The fact that when you say Budweiser, you've said it all. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis. Savings on speakers at your local Lafayette store. This week, Lafayette is featuring big reductions on our own popular speaker systems in all price ranges. For example, the Criterion 333 Acoustic Suspension System, normally $44.95, is only $34.88 during this sale. A savings of more than $10. And check our convenient layaway plan, our famous no-hassle guarantee, and gift certificates. Lafayette Radio Electronics plugs you into everything electronics. body beneath your feet goes suddenly dead. Aboard the Lady D, only Susie slept that night. Ellen and Richard kept an anxious vigil, waiting to see what the dawn would bring. Where were they? How great was the damage to their boats? On the last question hung the safety, perhaps the survival, of the ship and her crew. Ellen... Come up on deck. You've got to see this. What? Look at that sunrise. Isn't it magnificent? Oh, oh God. You are the one man alive who could run a valuable boat aground in the middle of nowhere and greet the dawn like Shelley. Mm, some sort of ship is sure to pass by. Meantime, this is a great adventure. Mm-hmm. Wait till the tide runs out. That'll be an adventure. The boat's going to roll over on her side. No, she won't. She's built like a sea skip. They used to pull them right up on the beach to unload the catch. So, give us a kiss, Cassandra. <laughs> Good morning, darling. <laughs> well, I guess I'd better go ashore and see if I can find a water supply on, on our desert island. Is this really a desert island? I'm afraid so, sleepyhead. And your father's playing Robinson... Cru- Look. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, here comes Friday. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You are it. What did he say? I think he said we're early. Er, 
for what? Uh, what island is this? Campbell's Island. Campbell's Island? Yes, mistress. I'm Campbell. Oh, how do you do, Mr. Campbell? I'm Richard Stevens. Uh, this is my wife. Good morning, mistress. Uh, my daughter. Welcome. Did you say we were early? Yes, yes. Usually September come before she bring a boat. Who? The lady who smoked the pipe. A pipe? Yes, a long clay pipe. You did not see her. No. We smelled her pipe. Is Campbell's Island... I, I mean, is there a town here? Ow! <laughs> Campbell, the only man here. Oh, we missed the harbor channel. Campbell's Island. I've no harbor. The lady said there was a channel. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sometimes she say that. You mean she lied to her? Baby, you want your boat. Your boat, she nice. Oh, well, won't you come aboard? Thank you, sir. Uh, can I, can I give you a cup of coffee? Uh, no, thank you, mistress. I like a good old-fashioned wheel to steer with. You pay a lot for that. Oh, the compass. Oh, the ship's well-equipped. This is the ship's bell. Brass. Must cost dear. You have a radio? Uh, just a receiving set. Now, uh, Mr. Campbell, about getting off the beach. <laughs> you stuck fast, man. Well, if you have a boat and a tow line at high tide. No, man. My motor too small, just a little outboard. I sail to the other islands. Well, there are other islands near? It hours to sail there. Uh, could they send out a workboat from another island? Maybe. We have to fetch them. No wireless on Campbell's Island. You mean go in your little sailboat? Oh, no, mistress. You and the child must stay here. My boat is small. If I try to keep a big boat, she take it. You mean the lady with the pipe? Well, now, she has a boat. She ought to be willing. No, man. Mistress Bonnie have no boat. That's the trouble. She look for a boat. All the time she look. Bonnie. Did you say Bonnie? And Bonnie... You know about her? Yes, but she died 200 years ago. That's what they say. Do you mean that we were talking to a... A ghost? Of course not, Susie. There's no such thing. I talked to a ghost. I talked to Susie, a ghost. Susie, sensible. There's no such thing as a ghost. <laughs> Your boat is stuck fast on Campbell's Island. For true? Wait. Yes, but... If the ghost... She don't bring you. How you think you got here? <laughs> Mr. Campbell and Susie are certainly getting along together. Look at them striding ahead of us. He's striding. She's trotting. What a big, powerful man he is. And his skin like ebony. Yeah. How old do you think he is? Well, I don't know. Forty? Well, I'm eager to see his boat. 
I hate to think of your starting out all alone with him. I have to go for help. But why can't he go by himself? Uh, I know. He doesn't seem willing to do that. Did you notice the way he examined our boat equipment? Yeah. Like he was taking inventory. Yeah, but what do they call those people who lure ships to their doom by putting out beacon lights? Wreckers. Yeah. You think he's a wrecker? The thought crossed my mind. But we did hear a woman's voice. Now, look, there could be two explanations for that. Either there is a woman on this island in spite of what Campbell says, or, or he's a ventriloquist. Look. Look, Ellen, look down there. Why, it's a castle. A ruin. A burnt-out ruin. How in the world on this desert island? I know what that is. I've seen those burnt mansions before. This was a plantation in the slave days. When the slaves rebelled, they burned the house to the ground. Half of it is still standing. Yeah. And now the house and the island have found a new master. Welcome. You like a drink before lunch? Lunch? Yes, yes, I give you a nice lunch. You like foie gras, caviar, forty shrimp, any kind of wine? Nothing, thank you. A vodka Collins will be just fine. Vodka Collins. Soon come back. Mama, Mr. Campbell says there's an ice-cold spring behind the house and coconuts and pineapples and... Hey, could... look in the corner there. Cast bronze and enormous. A propeller. That's worth a lot of money. And that wheel, it's huge. Must have come off a schooner. What does it say on this plate, Mama? Duchess of the Caribbees. This one says, Rita Chu. This one is Morning Star at SS. What's this word? The SS Odyssey. Oh, Richard. Yeah. All of ships. Don't wreckers usually murder their victims? Now, Ellen, we don't know that he's a wrecker. You like my house? Oh, it's lovely. I have good life, man, since I learned to get along with Mistress Bonnie. Uh, how did you come here in the first place, uh, Mr. Campbell? I was fisherman, hard work, no money. One night, she take my boat. I swim to this island. I see all these rich things here on the beach. So I come back in a new boat. She put that one on the devil's thumb. What's the devil's thumb? Big rock. The devil, he put his thumb up at low tide. Then he pull it down at high tide. Then up at low tide. He hide it again just below the water. Along come a sailor man, up come the thumb, right through the bottom of the boat. <laughs> the devil, I think he good friend of Mistress Bonnie. Uh, uh, Mr. Campbell, you say it'll take all day to get to the nearest boat yard? In my boat. But they have work boat. Uh -huh. Much quicker with power. They return here with you in two, three hours. And then uh, can we start tomorrow morning? Yes, ma'am. Five o'clock to catch the tide. 
I have things to sell very dear. Better than fish. Oh, yes, yes. Better than fish. Oh, feels good to stretch out. I'm exhausted. I was certainly glad to get back to our boat. I'm afraid I'm too nervous to sleep, so I... I dread the thought of our separating tomorrow. When I think of you, all by yourself on the sea with that giant of a man, I'm so frightened. I only go alone to get help. That would be perfectly normal, wouldn't it? Unless, unless there's a price on his head. Richard? Richard? Oh, Richard, are you... Oh, Richard. Oh, dear, I'll never get to sleep. She's an able ship. But Mary Lee stood beside me. We held off the king's men till our pistols were empty. And they boarded and knocked the cutlasses out of our hands. Ah, Mary died in prison, poor soul. She was with child. Ah, but that was days ago. Days? It was more than that. Perhaps. I've lost count of time. Will you join me in the fight? No, thanks. A fine, soothing thing to sit on a ship's deck and blow rings at the moon. I've never seen such perfect smoke rings. <laughs> ghost. Ghost? Aye. The ghost of wedding rings. I should have worn. <laughs> Calico Jack calls it that. A captivating man with Jack with his black, gypsy wild curls. Ah, they hanged him nonetheless. I stayed till Mary breathed her laugh, and then... And then? What happened? <laughs> Not all the king's men could ever find out. But come, what will you take for your ship? She's not for sale. Oh, come, come, I must have a ship, they'd be after me. You'd not want to see poor Angie swinging in the wind like Calico Jackwood. No, I wouldn't want to see that, but they can't harm you now, they're gone. All turned to dust long ago. Now put me in iron! 
No, my dear, no. I must have a chip. I have something worth hundreds of chips. I'll trade it out for this miserable little clock. What is it? Rackham and I, we sailed with Blackbeard for... Blackbeard? Say, now, up close, lad. I know where Blackbeard buried his treasure. Blackbeard's treasure? A great treasure it was. But not even three rich Spanish merchantmen laden with gold and silver. You have a map? A chart? No need. I know where it is. Come with me, lad. We'll slip out of the next time. Aren't you forgetting that you drove us aground last night? A good storm will set you afloat. Campbell says the big storms don't come till September. I... But sometimes they do. We'll see to that. So, it's a bargain. You'll sail with me. No. No, no, I can't. You'd abandon me then, betray me? No, but, but I, I... I must have a first ship in the afternoon. They'll overtake me in this time. I can't. There's a great gulf between us, Anne. You're a dream, a, a figment. And when I wake up, I'll still be here, but you'll be gone. I can't help you because... Because you're nothing. You're nothing but a dream. she leave so abruptly? Was she offended at being called a nothing, a figment? Well, none of us likes to hear the truth about himself, least of all a ghost. We'll follow Anne Bonny's ruthless quest for a ship when we return shortly with Act Three. I want that sinus medicine. Headache tablets? No, sinus medicine. Sinus tablets. Help the headache and the pressure. Oh, you mean sign-off. Exactly. Headache pain is one thing. A sinus headache is something else. Sometimes your whole face can seem to throb with pain. You want relief. Take sign-off tablets. S-I-N-E-O-F-F. The sinus medicine that gives you a full dose of pure aspirin plus a sinus drainer. Sign-off. The sinus medicine that helps relieve sinus pain while you drain. And Sinoff doesn't stop there. Have you tried Sinoff Sinus Spray, the fastest known form of sinus congestion relief? It works in seconds. That Sinoff Sinus Spray. When sinus flares up, use Sinoff tablets and spray only as directed. S-I-N-E-O-F-F. Sinoff. Exactly. Sinoff, the sinus medicines in the bright red box. We'll return to Mystery Theater in just a moment. 
Your car is worth hundreds of dollars more today at Arne Usum Chevrolet. Yes, no matter what you are driving or how old or new your car is, you'll get $300 to $800 more in trade on any new 1975 or 1974 Chevrolet at Arne Usum's giant sale at 4849 North Broadway. Come in and browse around. See the exciting new Monzas, Camaros, Impalas, Caprices, Novas, Chevelles, Vegas, and Monte Carlos. There are many 74s to choose from at low discount prices. For example, brand new 74 Chevy Vegas, originally 2710, now only 2295, less your giant trade-in. A 74 Impala Custom, packed re-air-conditioned, executive-driven, originally 4569, is just 3495, way less of your giant trade-in. More than 350 cars to choose from now at Arne Usum Chevrolet. Open every day and all day Sunday at 4849 North Broadway. Arnie Usum Chevrolet sells the low, low profit way. Arnie Usum Chevrolet, 4849 North Broadway. This is WBBM Chicago. A spectral lady bent on seizing a ship or a laughing West Indian intent only on gathering up the spoils. Ellen doesn't know which she fears most as she watches the dawn stretch its rosy fingers across the uncharted island where the cruiser Lady D lies stranded in the sand. That was a damn good breakfast, Ellen. I had a depressing dream last night. Oh? Well, at least I think it was a dream. <laughs> Anne Bonnie boarded the Lady D, and we had a long talk. And I felt sorry for her. She was frightened. That scared ghost, huh? That's a switch. Well, she was terrified. Oh, darling. I hate to see you go off with that awful man in that little boat. Oh, now, Ellen, dearest, <laughs> you mustn't worry. I wish we could stay together. See, it's so Campbell's been sailing these waters all his life. Oh, yes. And he's lost two boats, he told us. And besides, he's going out in a tiny boat with a... With a he's not. He, he gathers salvage. That's, that's all we really know about him. Good morning. She's turn now. Time to go. Ask me a line. I'll make you fast to our stern. Dutch. Got it. Come up on deck, Susie. Daddy's leaving. Come on, darling. Take care. I want to go, too. So do I, but we can't, darling. I don't want to stay here. Morning, Mr. Susie. Good morning. I want to go with you, Daddy, please. Now, there isn't room for us all. You and Mommy take care of each other. Don't go, Daddy. Mr. Susie, you go to my house. You can look at the books, read the pictures. Now, when I get into the boat with Mr. Campbell, we're going to let you free the line and cast it off. Now, see how quickly you can do it. Here I go. Hurry, cast us off. Be good now. We'll be back before you know it. Aren't you going to start the motor? No. The tide. She take us out. Then I put up the sail. Oh, God. You slicker! A quick shower might Not come Not a up. chance! <laughs> Look at that sky! 
No, no Stormy Weather. Not if Aunt Bonnie, she don't whistle up the wind. What? What did you say? No storm. Not if she don't whistle up the wind. She do that sometimes. Yes, man. Ooh, we she do that. Campbell's house, Susie. We should be getting back to the Lady D. It's still raining. Hmm. I thought it was one of those quick little tropical showers, but just look out there. The water's all rocky. White caps. I'm hungry. Let's go back to the Lady D. We'll be soaked. I'll tell you what let's do. Why don't I go back alone and get you in? No, John. It doesn't matter if I get wet. I'm in my bathing No, Susie, no. You Come straight back. I'm sorry. No loitering now. I won't. Hello. Ahoy there. Where, where are you? Hello. I can't see you. Now I put 
it went around that point of land out there, and I ran to the other side of the island. But I never saw it again. Oh, dearest, please. Don't cry. There was just nothing I could do until you came back in the tugboat. I know. We'll find her. I wish that man Camel was here. He knows these waters. Why didn't he come back with you? He dropped me at the public dock and took off like a shot. The police have had him in for questioning several times. There have been too many wrecks in the last few years. But they never seem to get anything out of him. So, uh, you ran into him too, huh? Yeah. He told us. Hey, uh, wait a minute. What, what did he call it? Uh, that rock. Uh, the Devil's Thumb. Yes. The submerged rock. Yeah, do you know where it is, Mr. Wyatt? Well, there's only one I know of. A very dangerous spot. Right in the path of a swift current. At some time, it's, uh, well, there are shoals to very bad place. Oh, Richard. Mr. Wyatt. Yes. We... Yes, of course. I know about where it lies. Now, we'll run down on it. Best to have a look. Tugboat Swallow calling Coastal Police Launch. Tug Swallow to Police Launch. Come in, please. Over. Police Launch to Swallow. I read you. Over. That's good. I can hardly hear you, but it doesn't matter. We've located the missing cruiser, Lady D. Over. Is the child okay? Over. Yeah, it's a miracle. The kid was alone on board. She managed to drop a small anchor onto a submerged sandbar near the Devil's Thumb. I have the boat in tow, and we're heading back to port. Over. Glad to hear it. Over. Right. Over and out. Well, Susie, you're quite a sailor. But how did you know that sandbar was there? You couldn't see it. The lady told me. The lady with the pipe. The lady? She's not a real lady. She's a ghost. No, well, it's hard to explain. We don't believe in such things, of course, but... She went away for a while, but when I started to cry, she came back. A ghost? I'm sure there's some perfectly natural explanation. She said to put out a long, long line so the anchor wouldn't drag. Well, that was sound advice. But I don't understand. You see, Mr. Wyatt, I've been telling Susie these pirate stories. And I'd had a very vivid dream, and she heard us talking about that. You know how impressionable children are. Excuse me. Do you smell something burning? Something... something burning? Yeah. Smells like... like tobacco. Richard. Uh, Mr. Wyatt... Don't you think we better get both these boats back into harbor just as fast as we can? Well, those were the known facts of the strange voyage of the Lady D. To this day, Susie insists she talked to a ghost. Ellen believes it was a startling example of the power of the imagination. 
And Richard has been reading up on the dematerialized nature of modern physics. And he wonders if somewhere in space there exists a vast psychological viewing screen picking up impressions from other times and through which it was the fate of the Lady D to pass. I'll be back shortly. From 17 to 25 Young minds are so alive They see things that others may not see College is the place they learn The things they'll need when it's their turn Their turn to show the way to you and me College is the place where the future of America is being built right now. The colleges are in financial trouble and they need all the help that you and I can give them. The dollars you give to the college of your choice are an investment in America's most important asset, the minds of the children. So please, give to the college of your choice now. From 17 to 25, young minds are and now a brief footnote to the story you've just heard. Among seafaring men, there is a belief as ancient as the art of navigation itself that when the wind dies down, a sailor may bring it to life again by the simple act of whistling. The mystery concerning the fate of Anne Bonny, as well as her life of piracy with Calico Jack, Mary Reed, and the nefarious Blackbeard, is not legend. It is thoroughly documented historical fact. Our cast included Augusta Dabney, Paul Hecht, Corinne Orr, Margaret Barker, and Dan Ocko. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. Joe. Gang? Joe, there's something crazy going on in this house. Something real crazy. Now, Amy, honey. Joe, Joe, listen to me. There's something wrong. Jack says he never saw me before in his life. What? And never proposed marriage to me in the... not making sense. Oh, I know I'm not because what's happening here, what's happened to me, doesn't make sense Look, either. will somebody explain this? A mistake of some kind has been made. A mistake? Your sister, she... Well, I, I haven't wanted to spell this out in so many words, but since you're here now and can take care of her, Joe, I'm afraid your sister is crazy. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.